ia te a te a taka ia te pai pai wa o uru mai te utupoto te ware kōrero e tū nei. Kia ora. welcome to Change Channel, a space to share tupuna wisdom, Māori ancestral knowledge with you and the world. Tēnā, wakarongo mai. Nō te ipureo tēnei kawenga o te pai pai wa o a Chase Channel. Inumia te kōrero. Chase Channel is brought to you by Te Ipurao. Kia kupiki kōtuku tēnā kōtou, rarau mai ki tēnei hōtaka e whakaputāna i te māramatanga e paiana ki ngā tū āhua kei runga i a tātou katoa i, te, I tēnei wātonu. Nō reire e hoa mā mihi anō hoki ki a tātou katoa. Kia ora everybody, welcome back to the whānau guide for COVID-19. My name is Te Arahi Maipe and it's lovely to have you back for another daily edition of a show that has been put together in conjunction with Counties Manukau Health, Auckland uh, Health, Waitemata and Northland, all the district health boards have all come together to bring this show that is um, here to give you understanding, to give you help and to give you advice for yourself, for your whānau and for your community to be safe and for your well-being as we all deal with COVID-19. I'm Te Arahi Maipi and today again we have a couple of expert panellists to give us different perspectives on what's happening right throughout the region and also throughout the country as we all deal with COVID-19 uh, as we get into the second half of the proposed four-week lockdown uh, and it is uh, with some sad news we've been very encouraging news over the last few days with the amount of confirmed cases dropping and the amount of recovery of uh, people recovering uh, in on the increase but overnight we have had one more death uh, it's a second uh, coronavirus related death and it's from a woman uh, queer 90 years old uh, who died in Birdwood Hospital in Christchurch but uh, over the course of the last 24 hours, we've had another 44 new cases of COVID-19. 23 of them confirmed, 21 are probable. Uh, and just as important, if not more important, 373 people have recovered with an increase of 56 again yesterday. So uh, 1,283 uh, in total uh, is the number that we've experienced here in Aotearoa. Uh, with uh, 16 people currently in hospital, four of them in ICU, two are critical. And over the course of the testing phase, which has really ramped up over the last week, we've had over 46,000 tests conducted in Aotearoa. Uh, just a couple of important bits of information that we always need to know, we always need to highlight here on the Whānau 
guide for COVID-19. If you have any questions relating to COVID-19 symptoms, we feel as though you might need to get tested, please ring 0800 358 5453. That's 0800 358 5453. That's the health line number. You can ring your GP or your doctor as well, have a phone consultation, and either one of those will be able to give you a referral to get tested if required. And also for any information related to uh, COVID-19, please visit the website www.covid19.govt.nz. Uh, today, I'm joined by two uh, experts within their field, but two people that are at the coalface dealing things with an iwi and also within a community perspective of really helping our whānau deal with the day-to-days of what's going on, but also with an eye for the future as what's going to happen within our communities and within our iwi post the lockdown period. So I'd love to bring in both of our guests at this moment. Uh, Rachel Petero, who's the co-chair for the Ngāti Tama Oho Trust. Rachel, tēnā wā tu koe ngā mihi kia koe Hi, kia ora rā, e te whānau, kia ora e te whanau ngā o Waikato, uh, ngā mihi aroha, ngā mihi maioha ki a koutou katoa. Great to be ngā here, mihi. thank you. Ngā mihi, ia uh, koe e whakarangatira na tēnei hōtaka and also uh, the Operations Manager of the Ōtara Health Charitable Trust, Mark yeah. Simeona. Mark, thank you so much. Tēnā koe, thank you for joining us here today as well. Rachel, I'll start off with you as the co-chair of Ngāti Tamaoho Trust and we've had uh, a lot of different people that uh, have focused on different areas of supporting our people and our communities through this. What's been the big driver for Ngāti Tamaoho in regards to the type of support that you've focused on uh, for, for your iwi? Hi, kia ora. Um, uh, just firstly, just to acknowledge um, the mahi that we're doing here. Um, so one of the big things for Ngāti Tamaoho is, uh, and we go back to our whakatauki, he aha te kai o te rangatira, he kōrero, he kōrero, he kōrero. So um, there is no better time uh, with a captive audience, um, with our whānau staying safe at home, uh, to really start the communications um, to our whānau. So being connected is number one. Uh, so our whānau across uh, our three marae, which are um, Whātāpaka, which is in Karaka, uh, to Ngāhaue Whā, which is in Pukekohe, and then um, our Mangatangi Pa, which is just over the Bombay's past Mangatāwhiri mm. on your way to Miranda Springs. So we've got a big rohe, Te Arahi, mm. um, and we're very dispersed. Um, what we are very um, privileged about is a lot of our whānau are still in South Auckland. So um, Ōtara, Papakura, uh, so it's great to see Mark here today. And so really it's about keeping our whānau um, connected and you know, programs like what you're doing here is um, is exactly what we're talking about. So sharing the right information, I think, is number one, but also making sure that we we uplift the wairua and the modi of our people as um, a lot of what is going on is quite overwhelming at the moment. And our real focus is our ruruhi and our kuraheke, our most vulnerable in our, in our hapu. So... Um, Many of our iwi, I mean, we, we mihi to Waikato Tainui for their 
uh, response and their pandemic plan. So we have, you know, we have to we total all that first and foremost because you know we want to make sure that we are not stepping over each other, duplicating mm. effort, and we also have limited resources. So we look to our iwi first, um, but we have a you know we have a good uh, 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 number of resources within Ngati Tamuhu, and we've mobilised ourselves quickly. So. Kia ora, Rachel. Tēnā koe moena whakamārama. Um, Mark, uh, I guess it's the same type of uh, approach around communication, but also you've been uh, extremely hands-on as of today with uh, the primary focus that you guys have shifted uh, mm. within a very short space of time around um, uh, handing off food packages to, to people within the Ōtara community that need it the most. Uh, yep. Can you talk to us a little bit about how that came about and I guess the logistics behind it on a daily basis? Yeah, so, so how that came about was really because of the way that Ōtara works. And uh, we're just a, you know, an NGO that works in Ōtara uh, that is trying to make sure that they, they take their lead from the people of Ōtara. Uh, we've got some great organisations that work alongside of us, um, uh, just that work in the community. And the way that we were able to kind of change our focus slightly, um, just just so that you know that we're, we're still providing our services. We're just doing it online or by phone. But we've also found that a need came where vulnerable families uh, that were identifying, single parents at home with not a lot of whānau support here in Auckland, uh, people without cars are having difficult times getting to, to find some food. So... This is where we kind of looked at there's a gap there. Um, we need to help people get connected. Some people are at home. Ōtara uh, itself isn't internet, soaked in internet. Not a lot of people have complete access. Sometimes mm. a phone is about as close as you get. Uh, so with that connectivity, looking at food support, uh, looking at helping those that are vulnerable, and then looking at getting out information for those families who might be able to look after themselves but just need the info. Uh, we've had to mobilise fast. Uh, we haven't been as fast as we'd like, but uh, we've kicked off as of yesterday and we're in our second day already. We're, we're looking at over 35 different families uh, already. Mark, can you give us a, a, just a snapshot of your local population within the Ōtara area, the amount of families that you're servicing? And uh, mm. so you're saying that within the last little bit, so that's, that's not just 35 packages but that's service 35 whānau so there's multiple people within all these households uh, and that, that, that's having a massive effect is is, is the idea for that uh, to ramp up and yeah just again a gauge as to how many whānau within the Ōtara community that you that you guys are directly helping it's really hard to gauge um, how many need help but for the ones that we're helping in our own service for Ōtara Health uh, mm. which runs through things like teen parenting uh uh, early childhood intervention with Hippie Program, uh, Active Futures, Active Families, which is helping uh, kids just lead healthier lifestyles. You know, just with the families that are connected with us, we're looking at mm, possibly 500 plus that would go through us in a year. Um, and about at the moment, there's at least 300 plus that are still with us uh, getting serviced in some way. That's just us internally. Externally, we've, uh, through my team who have done a really great job in, in, in networking and mobilising with uh, uh, one of my, my coordinators, Tua, who's out there doing his thing, working alongside of other organisations like Community Builders NZ, uh, St Vincent de Paul, 
uh, Salvation Army that we're trying to, to, to link up and look at a process. All of those guys working together, we're finding we've got to do that. Otherwise, there's too many families. Mm. Two days have gone past. We've received yesterday nine plus six, so 15. And then today, another 15 families uh, who are not just wanting parcels. They're actually don't have food uh, or mm. they're, they're stretched. Um, so the need is great uh, and it's growing. We've only just really started in our second day um, and we're still establishing processes and things in place so that we can work in a different way while still delivering our services to the people that are, are still connected with us. Uh, one of the interesting things that we're going to find going forward is for those families that have no connection, how can we help them get connected? Mm. Uh, and our initial thought is if we can get them a, a, a simple smartphone that's not too expensive, pay for some of their subscription, maybe that might help. But uh, that's on a case-by-case -case basis and for vulnerable families only. Kia ora, Mark. Uh, no, it, it's amazing to see how quick you've been able to mobilise into a specific need. Uh, that wasn't, uh, I guess, a part of the initial plan, but that's, I guess, what this um, situation has brought us all, is yeah. that we needed to think out of the box and think on our toes to, to, to mm. achieve outcomes. Rachel, from your perspective, uh, for Ngāti Tamaoho, you said one of the primary things is around communication, making sure that all the people within Tamaoho um, know what they need to know. Yes. Are there specific needs and requirements that are a bit different for our whānau that live in the areas that you identify within Auckland, but then some of our whānau that are a little bit more rural, or are they generally the same across the board? Yeah, I mean, we, we have um, 4,300 in terms of our hapū members across all those three marae. And so actually one of the challenges for us is, is actually to get to them um, using different ways of communicating. So, you know, our, our team are on the phone. Let's get back to the basics. On the mm. phone to our um, ruruhi and our korohiki and having, having those conversations and asking them the question, what do you need? Because, you know, we again, we need to be responsible with, with how we react and how we respond. Um, and so it's great to, to hear what they actually do need um, so that we can meet that need. So some of the things that have come up, um, te arahi, are, um, as we're talking to our whānau, is, is a bit of fear and resistance um, to accessing the services that are available. So, um, you know, we're talking through with them and it might be around um, kai, as, mm. as Mark has pointed out. It might be through around connecting. It might be little things. Some of our whānau are on, on tanks uh, in the rural areas. So yeah. they need access yeah. to water. Um, and we want our, our uh, most vulnerable to make sure that we've got the basics, you know, the, ba the b basic human rights that we deserve. And so... Um, the other thing is around whānau order. So it might be around um, really understanding what financial support um, is accessible for them, depending on which generation we are talking to. Um, yeah. It also is around um, mental health services and um, really understanding and not being whakamā to access those services and mm. knowing uh, what is safe. Yeah, what is safe for them to access? And so that's our role, really to understand the need and then respond to the need. Uh, Rachel, it's again, I guess there's a common thing and it's only started to, I guess as the show has gone on as well as talking with different people uh, in different areas, Kai seems to be a very common thing that it continues to grow. Access yeah. to it and just those basic necessities for a whānau to be able to function uh, within uh, their household.
But I want to ask you from a health perspective, uh, how are Tamauho doing? Are, are they generally speaking, and directly related to COVID-19, is everybody holding up okay? Yeah, so what I would say to that is, um, you know, we are only in the third week of alert level four lockdown. And mm-hmm. so I believe that the picture will look quite different to today. So today, um, based on the information that our whānau are sending us, and again, we haven't reached everyone, and that's our role, is that at the moment, okay, um, really appreciating the primary um, food packs that have been going out consistent, consistently over the last two and a half weeks. But actually, what we really need to prepare for is the scenario four weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks from now. Mm. And that is, that's, you know, that's the bit that's keeping me up at night at the moment um, is, okay, how do we respond to that? How do we mobilise ourselves to get ready for when things start to, when whānau start to feel the pressure? And so that pressure comes in many different ways, financial, order, you name it. So, you know, that's, at the moment, that's what I think our real job is. Um, and sharing how Fano can get those basic needs. And I love what Mark's doing in our, in our rohe as well. Um, and I'm mihi to you um, in Otara. I know, I know your community well, and it's great. It's great what you're doing. Ai, kia kaha e hoa. I do want to talk to you a little bit about that very shortly, about what the future after post-lockdown, lockdown, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks and onwards. But um, Mark... Um, Within the work that you're doing, is there a kind of a goal or is there in regards to servicing the whanos, particularly around kai, uh, but is there kind of a, like a day three, day four type goal or is it really just on a day by day basis of just trying to get through and trying to help as many people as possible? Yeah, it's, it's actually a mixture of both. Um, we've, we've taken the approach um, both in the way that we've adjusted our services as well as uh, how we're working with people who are coming to know us and those that are, have an urgent need. We've taken the approach to say, you know what, we, we need to look at preparing for the long term, for the long haul. Uh, we're not talking about that so much, but we are saying to ourselves, let's look at what this might look like uh, long term. Actually, if this is how we're going to deliver our services from now on for the next mm-hmm. year even, what would that look like? And let's prepare ourselves now so that we can continue to do this, uh, say July, Christmas. If Christmas comes and we're still doing this, are we doing it effectively? Can we improve it? So for our own way of working, that's what we're looking at. For meeting immediate needs, we're we're looking at everyone that we meet uh, immediate immediate needs. Our, Our basic kind of plan is meet the needs, make contact, follow them up, and see what, what we can do to help them prepare for the long term or what we can do to put in place uh, some wraparound services from ourselves, from other organisations to try and support that whānau going forward because there's so many gaps and there's not enough out there. Um, but it's not that we need to increase more. We need to coordinate better. We need mm-hmm. to work together better and we need to communicate better as organisations servicing our community. Uh, and I think that's one of the great things that I like about Otara because they're they're not only a flagship, they're innovative, they're creative. And I, I speak for Otara because I'm living here and I work here. Um, but that also adds to the resilience. And today, the one thing I really liked was that people were appreciative, even though 
we couldn't get them on the phone to say we were coming around. We we just went anyway because we got the referral. And then we said, can we get your number? We got your number. Great. We're going to give you a call. We're going to follow up, see how you're doing. And that's kind of our way forward. So it's meet the need, prepare for the worst. Kia ora. I, I, want, I want to ask a question because a, lo- a lot of the discussion that we're having at the moment is around um, services, communication, around food, basic mm. necessities. Through the first couple of weeks of the lockdown, it was all about washing your hands, hygiene, social distancing, staying in your bubble. So it alleviates you, you know, or limits the risk of you contracting COVID-19. Um, I guess this is a couple of the uh, pronged questions in asking both of you. Is that obviously that is still a, the number one priority is we don't want people to contract COVID-19. But it seems as though that maybe if that information is getting around and people are doing a good job managing that side, that now we've kind of moved past that and we're looking at other issues around whanau's wider well-being as well that is um, as of an importance or, or um, a similar t- uh, type of priority um, mm. as part of the, as the hygiene and practices and, and things to keep us safe from COVID-19? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, Tika. So I think, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to, I want to stick to the rules at the moment, which is let's get to the week four, <laughs> yeah, and let's let's follow the rules. Number one, and you know, I listened to Fire Nada, and I absolutely um, <laughs> for her, you know, stay home, especially over these next two weeks, because that will really start the the breaking of the chain, even more impactful. But I think we're really starting to look at um, just like Mark. You know, how do we plan for the worst case scenario? And, you know, it's it's tough to think about that, but actually it's our duty of care, um, especially in our in our um, governance roles and our leadership roles as whānau, as iwi, um, because once we know what that looks like, then we can plan for it. And so um, it might be around, you know, are our whānau now losing their jobs um, mm-hmm. as a result of this? You know, mm. as a result of, of the lockdown, uh, what skills do we need to um, look at? And we're talking, you know, planning out to two years. Um, and so, uh, yes, 100% staying um, tika to our mata, pono, um, all of the, the knowledge that we have. And, you know, tamo oho, just along with otara and all of that, we will be here post-COVID-19. Uh, and so that's what we're really planning for is, is all of those gaps that Mark was talking about. What are those gaps and how will we fill those gaps as iwi, uh, as, as a country as well and as a government? That's right. That's right. I, I, one of those gaps that I, I think we were talking about this pre, pre the show, but one of the gaps is actually appreciating some of the, mm, there's no better way to say it, but some of the, the things that are actually positive about what we're, we're going through. Mm. <laughs> um, one of those things is that you know takeaways are no longer open, um, mm. which means you've got to eat home cooked food, mm. which is actually really good. Mm. Uh, I know my kids who who firstly were having withdrawals, um, but are now going, you know, uh, actually we're enjoying making some of our own food. We're, we're feeling a little bit better, um, saving some money on, on mm. that sort of thing going forward. Uh, there's some benefits in what we're going through. And I think it's a really good reminder uh, to us. It's a pity that it had to be a pandemic to remind us about some of the things that are really important. Uh, Mm. Saving some money, eating at home, good home-cooked meals, taking time out to hang out with your family, uh, play with your kids, play with your mokos, 
talk a little more and uh you know follow the rules is probably one of those things sometimes yeah. we're we're good at making them for others but sometimes we don't follow them yeah. and in this case when you're following it yeah there's some benefits and so that i think that's really cool yeah. um so quietly for me and i know i've said this to my staff and i've said it to my ceo as well i'm really enjoying the way that we're working at the moment um mm -hmm. i miss the face-to-face -face, but finding different ways to do things where you can still communicate you can still get things do, uh, going you can still collaborate nice. is forcing us to work in a way that's actually smarter and we all talked about it yeah. um at all our different corporations before we, oh we got to zoom why do we travel why do we pay for this why do we let's just do this well now we have to do this and it's actually better and i'm finding it a lot more productive things are getting done quicker faster and i didn't have to call a meeting in the meeting room to do it uh which is a huge benefit but i don't want to say i'm enjoying this but i i am seeing benefits aye aye and my my cooking skills have gone up 300 <laughs> percent since i've been in COVID 19 so that has to be a plus for my husband absolutely absolutely the, the, there's always a positive in every situation so thank you both for highlighting a couple of good ones and even yeah. within our household we lost our dog last night, but within good community spirit, and because everybody's on Facebook, we managed to find her early this morning. So no, oh, it, awesome. it, there are some um, some lovely things that are still happening out in our community. But for our final, yeah. um, uh, Rachel, I'll start off with you as we wrap this conversation up. And again, thank you both mm -hmm. very much for your time. For the people of Ngāti Tamaoho that uh, might not have been able to reach or you haven't been able to reach them yet just in regards to communication or accessing the help and services that you can provide, how is the best way for Ngāti Tamauho to be in touch with you? Yeah, aye, aye. So, um, we, we, you know, we've really been upping our game, you know, uh, in terms of our communications. So we are really standing by our our, our pau and our mātāpono. And we talk about tamatū, yeah, tama ora tama oho. And that's how and that's how we, we communicate and that's how we're bringing our whānau together. And so that's about us sharing the right information on the stance that we have as tama oho. It's about really focusing on the well-being, whatever that is for our whānau, meeting the need. And then tama oho is to uplift our modi and our mana. So we're doing that through all of our platforms. Um, that's Facebook. We have a 0800 number. I'll um, post it um, after this. Uh, mm -hmm. But also, you can just, um, you know, you can you can ring me. And I'm your whānau. Um, Geneva Harrison is our CEO. Dennis Kirkwood. Um, many of you know Dennis Kirkwood. He's uh, yeah. in this, this position before me. And we are whānau. So you can actually just contact me at rachel at uh, nz. Um, I'm here, whānau, and I'm here to because of you. So that's how we're connecting. And, and please engage with us and share your positive um, stories and your needs. Um, as we share with you, share back to us. Nga mihi. Tēnā koe, Rachel. Mark, for all the whānau and community in Ōtara that might need your assistance or even to, mm. to connect with you, how's the best way they can do that? Lots of different ways. One is just to email me on mark at ōtarahealth.org.nz. You can also jump on Facebook, and uh, we have a, a page there on Facebook, so you can leave us a message on there. Uh, or you can ring our, our, our line. It's 09-274-4355 or 8355 is the best number to ring. So 274-8355. Or you can ring me on my cell phone, and I can post that up there. It's 022-189. Yeah. I 
two six five. I've got to remember my own number. One <laughs> oh two two one eight nine two six five six. Feel free to give me a call, and we'll we'll meet with you, have a chat, and uh, do some conversations over the phone. Um, we're the same. Just ring us. Don't need to um, uh, email us, and uh, we're we're happy to talk and work through some issues and find some solutions going forward and then support you going forward from here. So don't be shy. And um, nobody is actually, which is really good. So look forward to hearing from you. Mark, Rachel, thank you so much for your uh, openness uh, in sharing all this information with us today. But more importantly, thank you for your willingness to be open for your people to connect with you who need their help and support. And most importantly, for all the mahi that you're doing out there in the community to support our whanau out there. Ngā mihi, kia kōra. Tēnā kōra. Uh, kia ora. Thank you very much. Catch you later. That's Mark Simeona from Ōtana Health and also Rachel Peteru, who is the co-chair of the Ngāti Tama Oho Trust. Uh, a couple of pieces of important information as well. As Dame Nida Glavish said yesterday, and we've posted this short clip as well, the best thing to do is to stay home, especially over this Easter weekend. It is so important that we stay within our bubble and limit the risk of the spread of COVID-19. We are doing a great job as a country at this stage. We've seen a lot of positive news, but that doesn't give us uh, the right to be complacent because just like that, these things are so unpredictable and we could get ourselves into a bit of trouble if we stop following the rules. So those rules apply, especially in this period where you might have had plans to go off and do something with your whanau. Please stay home. There will be checkpoints, increased checkpoints with the New Zealand police throughout the entire country to make sure that they enforce people and that message for people to stay home over this Easter weekend. And again, the health line number 0800-358-5453 is the number that you need to call or your doctor if you feel as though you might have some type of COVID-19 symptoms and you need to check if you need to get a checkup and all the information is www.covid19.govt.nz. That is a free website. doesn't matter whether you have no data or credit or anything along those lines. You can type in that website and it will definitely pop up with all the information that you need to know around everything on COVID-19. Again, a big thank you to the counties Manuko, Auckland, Waitemata and Northland District Health Boards for supporting this kaupapa, making sure that you, your whanau and your community have the information you need to get us all through this lockdown period and for us to push through COVID-19. Nā Te Puni Kōkiri e Pūtea Tautoko, made with support from Te Puni Kōkiri. Nā Pūoro Jerome, ngā reo Pūoro. Soundtracks from Pūoro Jerome.